You're listening to the Plano Pulse, a Plano Chamber podcast keeping you in tune with the heartbeat of the local business community. It's time for the Plano Pulse. We here at the Plano Chamber are working hard to finish out 2020 strong, and we're working hard on our 2021 events now. We would love to partner with you as a sponsor, buy virtual tables for your employees, and many other ways. We'd love to connect with you and get you more information on how you can partner with us on these great events. Find out more at planochamber.org or contact any Plano Chamber staff. Thank you for joining us for Plano Pulse. I'm Kelly Marcellus, President and CEO of the Plano Chamber. And I'm Lisa Smith, 2020 Chair of the Board for the Plano Chamber. Well, I am thrilled to introduce today's guest at any time, but especially given our recent announcement and her new accolade. Today, Jerry Chambers will join us. She serves as Donor Relations Officer for the Communities Foundation of Texas, a role she has held since 2018. Jerry has 12 years of experience as an educator with eight years as a Plano ISD teacher. She is a trustee to the Plano ISD School Board and currently serves as Board Vice President. Her community involvement has also included Plano Youth Leadership, Leadership Plano, Leadership North Texas, Leadership Texas, and Junior League of Collin County. She currently serves on the Texas Health Resources Community Impact Board and the Plano ISD Education Foundation Board. But we're especially excited to add to this list our current 2020 Plano Citizen of the Year. Jerry, thanks so much for joining us. Well, thank you, Kelly, and thank you, Lisa, for having me today. Well, great. Welcome, Jerry. We're, we're delighted you're here, and congratulations on your your. Uh, outstanding award as Citizen of the Year. Very well deserved. Thank you. But start us off today by telling our listeners a bit about the Community Foundations of Texas and the programs that you offer in, in our community. Well, at Communities Foundation of Texas, we believe that where giving thrives, communities thrive too. And we are an organization that helps um, those who want to be strategic and impactful in their philanthropic giving to have tools to help that strategy and then all to also match them with the nonprofits that um, fit their passions. We are also also about helping support the nonprofits and helping them to be um, strong and uh, vital for that money to go be more effective. Well, we know we're sitting here close to the end of 2020. It's been an interesting year. Um, and in fact, you could say it's been a year unlike any other. But our local nonprofits have certainly felt the impact um, to donations and to community need. And so how have you seen our nonprofit community impacted? And how has the Communities Foundation provided extra support? Well, Definitely the nonprofit community has been affected in ways that no one could ever predict or um, even fathom. Uh, two ways. One, there are those nonprofits whose need has increased beyond what there may be their capacity to be able to support. They've all you know, been risen to the occasion, but our food banks and our food pantries and the people who are trying to meet the need of those who are are facing challenges. But then we also have the nonprofits who had to close their doors because they are a performing arts or arts organization, or they weren't able to provide their services because of COVID. So it's been a, a double challenge for in that way. And then, of course, funding for nonprofits has been severely impacted. Those nonprofits who had to increase their service 
had to raise the money to meet that need. And then those uh, nonprofits who did not have the opportunity to do their mission had to figure out how to make the difference. So it has been a, a very challenging and very overwhelming time for our nonprofits. As far as Communities Foundation of Texas, we are also a nonprofit, but we have risen to the occasion in a way that truly gives me goosebumps. We are about helping people leverage their giving, and the North Texas community has been absolutely amazing about that giving. Uh, one of the things that CFT, which is what we call Communities Foundation of Texas on the short, CFT, um, has partnered with over 30 other funders, whether it be businesses or other foundations or individuals, to do what we call the North Texas CARES funding. And so the nonprofits, instead of having to seek money from multiple places, there is a one-stop application that nonprofits could apply to. They could have that one application, and then they would be before these over 30 funders. Um, so that has been an incredible partnership. Um, we're so thrilled to be working with um, the likes of Toyota and, and United Ways, and it's just been a, an incredible um, partnership. Uh, the other way in which we have risen to the occasion is uh, we had an, a bonus giving day, another partnership with United Way and the Dallas Cowboys. It's called North Texas Giving Tuesday Now. We did that in May. Um, and in five weeks' time period, we're able to get that out and uh, raise over $20 million for the community to meet that immediate need. So we were tickled about that and, and then thrilled about that. And then the third one that I want to mention that I just, um, it, it makes my heart smile because it speaks to the ingenuity of North Texas, and you have to say it slowly, is called the Get Shift Done Fund. And that was a partnership with um, a company that has shift workers. They have a platform all ready to go. And it met the need of those in the hospitality industry who suddenly found themselves without jobs. But the food pantries and food banks who suddenly needed volunteers. So it was a match so that those who needed jobs could get paid and those who needed volunteers could have high quality um, volunteers. And that initiative is now spread across the United States. Um, and so we should be very proud in North Texas that it started here in our own backyard. I remember when that information came out and it was so quick. I mean, it you guys so did an amazing quick. job getting that out. It literally was one of my colleagues, Sejal Desai, got a phone call on a Friday and it was unveiled and started on a Monday. It was a whirlwind of a weekend, but it was um, really cool. Um, so really proud of that. That's incredible. Speaking of funding, one of your signature programs at the Community Foundations is North Texas Giving Day. Tell us about the pro how the program started and the impact. I mean, it's, it's, it's such a beloved giving opportunity, and I know it, so many North Texans participate. Tell us a little bit more about it. Oh, it's just my favorite day of the year. I mean, I, I say that a little bit exaggerated, but not really. It is just an incredible day. Again, CFT is about letting it known that everyone can be a philanthropist. And so in 2009, they started a program to help bring awareness to that fact that for $25 or for time, you are a philanthropist if you're giving back to your community. Um, in that year, we raised $4 million. And so it started, um, and we are now, this was our 12th year, and we raised $58.8 million for over 3,000 nonprofits. And the cool part is 106,000 donors. So individual donors, like like that many people participated on that day. And so it is a great opportunity to highlight the nonprofits. It's a great opportunity for people who are passionate about their community to learn about their community. And it's just a real hallmark of our organization and something we are really incredibly proud about. Do you have numbers on how it's impacted Collin County this year? 
We do. Um, I don't have the specifics on the funding part, but we did support over 400 nonprofits. Um, one of those is North Texas Food Bank. And so I can tell you they raised over $2 million alone in that day. Um, it's one of their big funding um, events, as it were. We definitely are making a huge impact in, in Collin County and also hoping to educate our Collin County uh, residents um, to give in Collin County because there is need here and uh, we want to make sure that we can make that connection for people. So in conversations outside of the podcast, you've let me in on some pretty cool initiatives that the Communities Foundation is working on rolling out now. Can you give our listeners a little preview of what's coming up? Well, we just had a couple of weeks ago, we released our <laughs> Collin County Economic Assessment. Uh, it's been in the works for a long time, and we finally decided to go ahead and release it, and then we also added an addendum to address the needs with COVID. Um, it's a it's a high-level look at Collin County. It looks at education. It looks at um, health care. It looks at credit scores. Um, it's a really great look at where we are as a county, and so we're thrilled to release that uh, report. Um, it is available on our website, and you can see um, we had a, a great unveiling a couple of weeks ago, and all of that is there on our website for people to see. And I highly encourage, if you missed it, to check that out. Um, another thing that we've done, uh, when CFT opened our office in Collin County, which we just did in 2018, we came with uh, what we have called the Fund for Collin County. Uh, CFT invested $500,000, and we have had individuals, businesses, and families now match that fund to over a million dollars. We still want to grow that fund, but that fund has supported um, a multitude of organizations. Um, in 2020, we have celebrated um, supporting uh, Hope's Clinic in McKinney and a Delighted to Doula, which is a new nonprofit to me, which is supporting women in um, their prenatal, postnatal care and making sure that they're healthy. And then the third one, which is makes my heart smile, was we were able to support the Storehouse, which is Seven Lows and Joseph Cote um, out of St. Andrews United Methodist Church. So those are three that we've highlighted this year, and uh, we continue to grow the fund and continue to hope people who want to give in Collin County and want to make sure that it's a credited uh, organization that they can support um, in that way as well. As we mentioned in your intro, you have a long list of involvement in the community. How is your participation in those lo local nonprofits such as Junior League, SciTech Discovery Center, and the PISD School Board and your history as an educator prepared you for the work you're doing with community foundations. I think my experiences up until this point has allowed me to have both a very broad understanding of our community, um, Plano and Collin County, but it's also provided me a very deep experience. Um, SciTech Sci Discovery Center was a group of women coming together and we literally founded a nonprofit and having that perspective and that skill and um, you know, starting something is, is something that a lot of people do so I can speak to other nonprofits and understand, I understand what you're going through. I've been there. Um, at the same time, I think I have a sitting at the board table for the school district allows me to see all of, of PISD and the extended communities that we serve. So it, it has provided me a great perspective. We have some more questions for Jerry, including where she finds her inspiration. But first, we're going to take a quick break. Exciting news for Best of Plano 2020. Best of Plano will look different this year as we work within the safety guidelines of local health officials and our own chamber protocols. 
We will be presenting Wards live on the stage of North Texas Performing Arts Center, December 9th from 3 to 5 p.m. and broadcasting live to our audience through several media channels. Award recipients will have the opportunity to safely accept their award on stage while our audience will be watching from home. For a list of 2020 award recipients, including our Citizen of the Year, Jerry Chambers, Athena Award winner, Nancy Humphrey, and many more, please visit the Best of Plano event page at planochamber.org and learn more on how you can support our Best of Plano in 2020. Welcome back to Plano Pulse. We're here today with Jerry Chambers, Donor Relations Officer at Community Foundations of Texas and Trustee for the PISD School Board. Thanks for being here, Jerry. Thanks, Lisa. It's great to be here, too. We mentioned briefly that you've been involved with the SciTech Discovery Center, but you're actually one of the creators and founders of this organization through your involvement with Junior League of Collin County. What was the process like to create such a unique organization, and how do you feel seeing it continue to thrive today? Well, it was great to be a part of an amazing group of women. This uh, initiative of SciTech Discovery Center came out of our work at the Junior League of Collin County, and we identified that there was a community need and the Junior League gave us the resources and support to help look in that need and then help launch the nonprofit um, in 2004. The process to create a nonprofit organization was difficult and challenging, but very rewarding to see now the fruits of our labor um, today. Um, how SciTech is thriving today, it is one of those nonprofits that's had to really pivot during this time period, um, and they're really meeting the need of trying to do things virtually and also meeting the need of the education loss that we're going to be experiencing as a result of COVID. One of the things that's exciting about what SciTech has become is how it's influenced students that have been a part of SciTech at its beginnings. So yesterday I got a email from my son who is studying civil engineering and he's playing with some kind of water experiment of sorts that looked very complicated and he said wow it started at SciTech Discovery Center. So that's a, that's very um, exciting and affirmational to receive that and looking forward to how SciTech will continue to grow in the community and meet the need of budding future STEM enthusiasts. Well and so for our listeners that maybe are not as familiar with SciTech, can you just give a quick description of what it is? Oh absolutely. It's a hands-on science center for kids and families to see science concepts in a way they may not be able to see in their home or in their school and to help nurture that curiosity to continue learning and explore. Uh, they have a wonderful makerspace that's there that kids can go in and, and work with equipment that they normally wouldn't be able to have access to, to create, design, and hopefully become the future problem solvers of the engineering uh, challenges we face. Awesome. But Jerry, you started your career as an educator and spent eight years teaching uh, Plano ISD students. Today, you're a school board trustee and serve on the Plano ISD Education Foundation Board. What inspires your dedication to educating young learners? And what do, you, what do you foresee as the biggest challenges facing students today? Well, what inspires me now is seeing um, all the great things that PISD brought for my children and my family. Um, I have uh, two kids that grew up in PISD from the very beginning. They took somewhat different paths in their learning growing up, um, but oddly enough ended up at the same higher ed institution at the end of this journey. 
PISD provided them an amazing sound education, but it also provided them venues for extracurricular activities that helped to develop their leadership and develop the, the adults they have become today. Um, they both studied at the United States Military Academy, West Point. Our daughter is now a first lieutenant of the United States Army with a chemical engineering uh, degree and Per the Army is studying at Carnegie Mellon University um, to continue her interest in um, artificial intelligence. I mean, that started here in Plano. And then our son is also studying at West Point, again, as a civil engineer. And his background was being a class president at Plano Senior High and drum major of the band. And so those those things that would inspire me. And I want to make sure that all kids who enter a PISD um, have great opportunities for their future as well. It will come as no surprise that you have been selected to be honored at Best of Plano as our 2020 Citizen of the Year, definitely in honor of your contributions to our city and its residents. What was it like finding out that you were selected as as this year's winner, and what are you most looking forward to about Best of Plano? And I have to say, I was I was kind of in on the surprise planning, and I know they got you in your front yard when you were expecting to be having like a glass of wine or something with a neighbor, right? Well, uh, actually, <laughs> it was in front of Beth Webb's house. Okay, and um, the selection committee. I think takes it as a big badge of honor to surprise um, the recipient. And I don't know if they've ever surprised anyone more. Um, It actually was the day after North Texas Giving Day, and I was exhausted and was really questioning whether even to take a shower that day. And my friend Beth Webb had said, you need to come over. I want to hear about um, North Texas Giving Day, and let's just hang out on my porch. You know, we'll hang out. And I was like, you know, okay, that'll be a nice, relaxing way to end the weekend and just hang out with her and, you know, relax. We get to her house, and I go to her backyard, and she's just real, like, busy. And I was like, Beth, just sit down. Let's just chill. And she's, oh, did you hear that? It's the front door. I'm like, I literally said, Beth, it doesn't matter. There's no way there's anyone at that door that could possibly be that important for us to have to get up and go answer the door. And she looked at me, and she goes, well, we never know let's just go see. And I think it's going to be a package. And I think you need to help me deliver it. And I was like, she has lost it. (laughs) She's completely lost it. And so I get up and I'm like kind of grinching about having to get up. And I go to the door and there is Mayor Harry LaRosselier at the door because he was last year's recipient. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, hi, Harry. What? Why are you here? And that's how I found out. Um, And I was very thankful I showered that morning. (laughs) So it was great. They did a wonderful parade, and pre- previous recipients um, were there to um, honor me, and it was it was quite the surprise, um, quite the surprise. Um, the second part of your question is, what am I looking most forward to uh, Best in Plano? I'm so honored to be able to be um, honored with my, as the Athena Award winner, my buddy, Nancy Humphrey, um, that the Plano Education Foundation is being identified as the nonprofit. There is no period in our time of life that our school district and our community has had to step up more um, than during this COVID time period. And I'm so honored to be able to celebrate those accomplishments. It's not been easy. It's not been perfect. But I'm so glad that the chamber has chosen to recognize um, the efforts of those of us who care deeply about our community, um, particularly in um, education for our kids. Well, it's been a little over 25 years since you and your family first moved to Plano. How have you seen the city evolve and change over those years? 
And, and what do you find to be the most encouraging change that has occurred? You know, Lisa, that this question has been one I've been thinking about and had tried. I mean, honestly, it's kind of difficult to answer in that there's been so many changes. You know, roads are wider. We have more retail, more business, those kinds of things. But I think what's really important to me that I hope that our community realizes is what hasn't changed. And what hasn't changed is that we have a community where our city, the municipality, our school district, Plano ISD, and the Plano Chamber of Commerce are lockstep in partnership with each other and are supporting each other and work together. And we take that for granted. As someone who has been on the school board now almost three years and have interfaced with um, other organizations across the state, we don't get, we truly don't get how great we have it. Um, at the same time, how really important it is for us to continue to nurture those relationships um, as we move forward. Because I think it's the, the bedrock of what has made this community so great and is so important for us to continue um, to build that. Yeah, and you know that's so true, Jerry. Coming from working in different communities, uh, at chambers in different communities, it's it's very unique and exciting that that the chamber has the relationship with our community partners that we do because that that also does not happen in every community. So, you're you're so right. Well, we're getting close to being out of time, but we do want to take a moment and hear a little bit more about you personally and what you like to do for fun when you're not working so hard and doing all this volunteering. Well, it's a funny question because there's the Jerry pre-March 13th and there's the Jerry (laughs) after March 13th. Um, And I have joked with people that I have really enjoyed the last few months exploring my introvert, which I didn't know really existed. Neither did I think anyone else did. Um, So right now I really am enjoying reading. I'm spending a lot of time with my husband at night, which has been a bonus because I have many nights that I've been out and about. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're enjoying cooking together. We're enjoying just being in our home and making it, um, spending time and energy on our home. Um, when that's not happening, I do miss the movies. Um, and I look forward to getting back to, I'll do a shameless plug for Cinemark and yeah. and getting back to the movies um, and getting back to traveling. But um, yeah. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Jerry, thank you so much for taking time out of your very busy schedule to chat with us today and coming in to record this. I um, I know when I learned that you were going to be named Citizen of the Year, I was so excited. You're such a worthy recipient. Um, and just in my short time here, I've really appreciated all the outreach that you've given me and our ability to talk and work together. And I hope there's a lot more to come. I, I guarantee there, there will be. And I'm excited to work with you as well. Well, great. Well, we will, um, just as a reminder, we will be uh, celebrating Jerry and our other award recipients on December 9th. So you'll want to make sure that you tune in for that. Would you like to get your business in front of our listeners? Contact the Chamber to learn more about sponsorship opportunities. Thank you so much for tuning in to Plano Pulse. Please let us know what you think. Share with your friends and colleagues. Find us on iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud. And be sure to tune in for our next episode. Hey everyone, Kelly Marcellus here, your president and CEO of the Plano Chamber. Are you looking to kickstart your Friday morning with dozens of local business owners and professionals? Set your alarm and join us for our weekly business interchange meetings for virtual networking worth waking up early for. Meetings are held at 7.30 a.m. every Friday morning on Zoom. 
Join us and share your 30-second commercial promoting your business and be the first to hear what's going on with other local businesses. Visit planochamber.org to learn more and we'll see you next Friday. Thank you.